Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Campbell in for Wilkins this week. In fact, uh, Brendan Escott will be in tomorrow. Then I'll uh, clean up the week, Thursday and Friday. Reed will be back on Monday. And uh, by the way, uh, tickets for all Oiler games go on sale at 11 a.m. on Thursday. And Ooh. in fact, on th- yeah, Kellen, do you know on Thursday we'll mark one month out till our first preseason game? Ooh. Yes. Exciting. Yeah. Coming will back. Patrick, will Patrick Kane be part of Oilers preseason? Here's a bet. There's also, hey, rumor tonight going out on the Twitters and that stuff. If it's, if it's on the internet, Look it's got to be true. Rumor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could potentially over the next few weeks be getting uh, uh, a reveal of some sort of what the uh, the third jersey will look like this year. And oh. there might be some... Uh, Elements of the old McFarlane Ferd from the early 2000s being implemented in there, and this, that, and the other thing. So stay tuned. This was teased a while ago, right? This was teased kind of way back when. Yeah, and oh yeah, so we might we might see this come to fruition now. Uh, apparently, uh, you can search this up on on Twitter and that stuff as it's been retweeted a few times and that stuff. Apparently, um, something close to the NHL shop, the official NHL shop, um, released a, a line or what a line of T-shirts may or may not look like, and it had okay. a series of what the uh, uh, the third jersey logos will be for what right. the majority of the teams will look like and that stuff and. Um, the Oilers one had the McFarlane Ferd oil drop on it. Right. And uh, it was sitting next to a Winnipeg Jets shirt that was all in white and had kind of a... <laughs> all the places where the Jets would have the red from the 90s. It was the 90s Jets logo, but it was all yeah. kind of blue and light blue. If that looks okay. like it makes something, it makes sense. Okay. Anyway, yep. yeah, that's all on Twitter. So if you people feel free to take a look at that later tonight and that stuff. If you're doing a deep dive and that stuff, it, it's out there. So yeah, so some teams going back to kind of their vintage look. I mean, mm-hmm. the Oilers will bring back the Royal Blues. I mean, why uh, not? Ottawa went back to it last year or the year before with the with yeah. the, you know their look, right? So makes sense. Absolutely. Um, we've talked about free footy which is now free play for kids for uh, the last few years here on 630 Chet Inside Sports. And they just keep expanding, which is exciting. And to tell us about it is Tim Adams from Free Play for Kids. Tim, it's always great to have you on the show. How are you doing? Great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to also see this third jersey. So, yeah, oh, Same here. Absolutely. <laughs> third jerseys are like it's – it's just something you have to have. It's like the ultimate Christmas gift or birthday gift or just, hey, I got the thirds, man. Like, it's it's so cool. I love third jerseys. Yeah, totally, totally. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about this, too. And, you know, and like I said, Reed and I have had you on the show several times over the last few years when you were free footy. And now you expanded into basketball and into flag football. And here's the next phase of free play. You're expanding yeah. into the world of hockey. How in the world did you get this done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've uh, been trying to build our capacity in, in hockey for the last four years with, with ball hockey. And we have a daily program for elementary age kids who they come with us every single day and they play soccer, hockey, basketball, 
and flag football and hockey being one of the core pieces of it and really driving on ball hockey and trying to get kids excited and introduced to the game um, for the communities that we serve, which are lots of marginalized, vulnerable communities. It's not their first touch point. Soccer often is the first touch point and basketball is a touch point mm-hmm. number two. Um, so we've been kind of feeding off those two sports to introduce hockey as well. And the reason behind it is, you know, when you move to Edmonton, it's like everywhere. And it's, it's really hard to feel like you belong in the city if you don't understand that game and have that experience of like, yeah, I've helped a stick and yeah, I played a little mm-hmm. bit of ball hockey. So we've been building that over the last few four years with great relationships of like, you know, folks like Andrew Ferentz when he was the captain of the Oilers would come out and teach kids how to state tape sticks with pride tape. And now we forged this great partnership with the Oilers and Darnell nurses come on as an ambassador of the program. Mm-hmm. We've been building that capacity, and now we're saying, okay, we're going to do this ice hockey thing. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to take the jump, and we're going to do it um, because we really want to see the game change. You know, like a lot of people yeah. talk about hockey being for everyone. Uh, that's like a, a very common catchphrase. And I would say the turn in language should be hockey can be for everyone. I, I really don't think it is for everyone just yet, but mm-hmm. that shouldn't mean it can't be. And so hockey can be for everyone. And with the support of awesome people like the, the Oilers institution backing what we're doing and Darnell Nush coming on as ambassador, like, okay, we can lean into this space and see what we can do here. Yeah, and that's great that Darnell has done that, and it just shows you just the type of person he is, and and also Sean Bell, who, uh, and, and tell me a little bit more how Sean has really spearheaded this and and really helped you, um, in 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 this direction, and uh, Sean's a friend of the show like you are, um, yeah. But you know, there's there's areas about hockey that that are a concern, I think, for you know the for some families, let's just say, um, mm-hmm. the cost of it is a big one, right? Because mm-hmm. let's face it, if you want to play hockey, it's going to cost you some money. So how are you and Sean Bell able to kind of, you know, create this program and make sure that it's going to be uh, something that the kids can enjoy and not worry about cost? Yeah, so Sean is graciously giving a, a large chunk of his time to be the director of the program so he's running all the hockey operations side for us at free play uh as you know former oiler canadians player drafted 30th and i think that was 2003 in the nhl like a, a very high caliber player yep. <laughs> who also has a lot of values and understanding of the game and where the game needs to go and what we should be doing in the game so he's lending us a lot of time to try and you know show that there's a pathway for kids uh if you want to pursue the NHL route, sure. Like there's a pathway there for you um, and we'll carve that pathway. But also if you just want to be accepted and feel like there's a space in the game for you, there's a space in the game for you. So Sean is sort of like the, the guy who's really leading the charge for us to show like, Hey, this, this again, can be a game for everyone. So we're working with, with Sean to carve out the programs and structure the teams. We'll have five teams that hit the ice coming up in September for, for girls and, and boys or however you identify. Uh, there'll be five different on-ice teams that compete in a recreational league to start with. Like, we'll start at that rec level and maybe we'll stay there forever. I don't know. But I yep. kind of feel like setting a vision and setting a future is about 
shooting for an infinite goal. Like, uh, I don't know what it will be. <laughs> Who knows what it will be. <laughs> if we get it off the ground and get a lot of kids to sign up and want to play on these teams and sort of change that culture in hockey and change the landscape in hockey, who knows where we'll go. So, yeah, Sean, Sean is the, the leadership to it. I'm just grateful that someone like that with that experience and pedigree would lend his time and give his time to, you know, a charity like Free Play who's just trying to get their foot in the game and trying to really establish that there's different ways to do this sport. And the age range is 13 to 18, right? Yeah, so we have a we have a U15 teams and U18 teams. We have three girls teams and two boys teams. Uh, if you just go to our website, freeplayforkids.com, you can follow kind of the pathway to figure out where the programs are. Just remember that one, freeplayforkids.com. Um, it's all inclusive, so uh, we pick up kids from a- after school. We bust them to the rinks. All the gear is free. The ice tam is free. There's no registration. We have trained coaches who are certified in everything you can imagine um, to run the sessions and coaches who are paid. Um, and then someone like Sean as the leadership of the program. So you have a practice once a week and then a, a game once a week. And then there's the opportunity of based on how kids are interested or, or not, you know, we'll, we'll, we'd love to enter in a few tournaments here and there as well to give kids that opportunity. I always talk about like my experiences of, going to hockey tournaments and riding in the vans with my friends and their parents and guardians yeah. and coaches and just like how formative that was for me and hockey can be that space for so many other people i know there's a lot of backdrop to hockey at the moment and lots of conversations that are very much needed um yeah. but it can be done in a different way and i'm i'm really excited about trying to do it in a different way and i guess we're sort of asking and calling on kids and families to say hey i'd like to give it a try in in a different way that could be you've never been on skates in your life or it could be that you've been on skates in a few times and found that you know that culture or that team vibe is not quite for you and maybe you don't want to be that serious about it practicing a game a week is good and you just want to experience like good leadership like be around someone like sean bell yeah you're welcome too because we need kids who've skated a few times before and played a few games before to teach the kids who've never played before like okay this is what we're going to do so it's like kind of confluence of opportunity for the kids who played before to help other kids and the kids who've never played before maybe to teach the kids who who have played before a few things about life lessons and you know coming together and what it means to be a team what I love about it, Tim, and we're speaking with Tim Adams from uh, Free Play for Kids, is uh, th- this is this is how I I, I kind of uh, when I process this because I, I know you started off as a soccer program and you branched into basketball and you got flag football and you're really growing, but it's also not ignoring you know the fact that kids look at hockey and i mean it's hard not to look at the oilers right now and go wow that's an amazing group to watch as considering what we just yeah. went through and also what we could be going through because many people are saying they're stanley cup contenders but i you know i, I digress to the point of you don't want to be ignorant to what kids are watching and what kids are looking at and you're giving them a chance to please taste it yep yeah i think like uh, to me, mentorship is everything, and I talk about this all the time. The whole value of our program is to create a space where kids can make a best friend or meet a mentor because that is the person who will 
um, put you on your sho- on their shoulders on a great day and carry you around while you have your hands in the air to celebrate with you, but then we'll put you on their back on a bad day and carry you when you need to be carried. Um, and, and I think hockey can be that space if we're more intentional about who's in the space and who's welcoming into that space. It's really different. Like It matters to see people who look like you. It does. And I, I'm not that guy. Um, but Sean very much is that guy who, you know, looks like the community that we serve and can show that I understand when you're saying these things to me. I've been through those experiences. And same thing with Darnell, and he's not um, shy of talking about, you know, racism that exists in hockey and in sport culture, that these are real things, um, and we need to change them. So there's someone there as a touch point to have those conversations and to make sure you know that, like, this is someone who will understand and can have those conversations with you. It's so important, which is why I'm just so happy for someone like Sean to step up into this kind of role and someone like Darnell to put his, his name as an ambassador of the program. Um, quietly, no one will, maybe probably the first time I said this publicly, but um, Darnell funds a scholarship with our, with our program where you know kids um, who come through a program and are wanting to go to post-secondary uh, life and like go to college or go to university you know, or explore kind of a post-secondary life. Um, Darnell helps fund that. Um, you know, he was up for a King Clancy award and the, he gets a, a, a donation from that being nominated for it that comes into that scholarship to help kids like pursue and succeed and, you know, um, see that hockey can be the supportive space. So, uh, that direct leadership of like really showing it matters a ton. It, it really yeah. matters a ton, and I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm just hoping that people who are listening, who maybe have not thought of themselves as a hockey person, or you know, have had some experiences in that hockey space where it's not totally the fit for you, that you just think about free play and think about Sean as a leader and Darnell as a leader, and like, are these people that you could learn from? And I could care less if you're good at skating or putting the puck in the back of the net, but if you want to belong in a community and feel part of a team like this is the space for you and by just signing up you're leading like by just playing you're leading a huge change which is super cool um and i'm just excited about it yeah no question and for more information and for and for kids to sign up uh website again yeah freeplayforkids.com and kind of just click through the programs and you'll find it but just remember freeplayforkids.com our registration is open right now it kind of closes off in the first week of september five teams there's 20 spots per team we're just trying to make sure everyone knows of the opportunity and we get as many kids uh having the opportunity as possible that's great tim uh thanks for reaching out a few days ago about this and i i'm glad that and hey, hey anytime you need anything you just give reader i a shout because we believe in free play and, and the cause and, and and the message and and what it stands for and we appreciate your time always so uh exciting stuff and uh now we're gonna have to get sean bell on the show and uh he can tell you us are. his part so there you go <laughs> you're gonna have to get him on the show and then i'm gonna have to push the Oilers for a mention at some point of, uh, of a third jersey that has a free play touch to it. <laughs> that'll be a that'll there be you go. point. Yeah, totally. Right on. There Thank you go. So Thanks, much. buddy. Appreciate it. You take care. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. 
that that is Tim Adams from uh, Free Play for Kids. So uh, exciting stuff here uh, this fall. Free Play putting five hockey teams together on the ice to complete an irregular hockey rink organization, running uh, or hiring Sean Bell to run the program. And every youth who takes part, free equipment, ice time, coaching, transportation to games, no fees. Youth will practice once a week after school, play one game a week in an official league. And uh, the hope is to remove all the barriers that families might face in signing up. More information, it's uh, youth, youth ages 13 to 18. Head to uh, freeplayforkids.com. Fantastic. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. Jays lead 8-1. They're into the top of the fifth inning. Jays in the second wildcard spot uh, by a uh, 0.001% winning percentage mark over the Seattle Mariners. So there you go. Been fun night on the Certainty Hotline. With uh, David mm-hmm. Beard, offensive lineman of the Elks, full participant. Uh, the starting center is back. He'll play on Saturday. Jeff Avery, color analyst of the Ottawa Red Blacks. A great perspective on Nick Arbuckle starting and just the vibe in Ottawa and the long-suffering fans. One win in the last 20 games. And Tim Adams, uh, the founder director of Free Play for Kids, all in the Certainty Hotline. And it's brought to you by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty pro all the way. And you can participate as well as Kellen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll read a couple texts or so. I, I think I can do that for sure. Uh, we got yes. uh, Tom texting in here and asks, Dave, can the truth finally be told? Uh-oh. Um, what was the deal with Nick Arbuckle when he got traded to the Elks last year? Was he indeed? hurt and that's why we didn't see him at all during 2021 it was bizarre for sure he wasn't hurt um i think two things were at play one jamie elizondo said taylor cornelius is my quarterback so i'm gonna i'm gonna run with taylor cornelius and second the uh the three and seven trip i don't think you want to put a quarterback in that in that scenario that has just arrived and and uh, as limited practice time, because remember, he only had one full week of practice because he came here. It was uh, when he came here it was too far in the week for him to practice. Then he practices a little bit the next week and then that's it. I mean, they didn't practice at all. So I, I think that's a situation where you just don't want to have your, you know, at the time your prize asset uh, get injured. And then you're on the hook for him financially for the whole 2022 season. If, if it, you know, if it got that serious, so bizarre situation for her, uh, for him, for sure, five games in, and he has to wait, you know, till 2022 mm-hmm. under a new coaching staff and a new <laughs> regime to uh, start a quarterback. It was weird for sure. Uh, and we have Ernie texting in. This could actually be, we might have to bank this one for an off topic topic when Reed comes back or, or maybe even later in the week and that stuff. Uh, he wants to know our opinions on the best, and worst Oilers uh, jerseys of all time from the organization. The best and worst Oilers jerseys. Well, my all-time favorite Ooh. is the uh, McFarlane Ferd that came out in, old, yeah. what was it, yeah. 02? Yeah, that's, that's my all-time favorite. I just Because I grew up in that era with Spawn, and, you know, it was made for my age group, basically. So there we go. So Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that, you know, the blues they wore last year, the last couple of years were, you know, I didn't think they were bad jerseys. They were mm. just, it was hard to see the numbers. And I'm, I'm always a stickler for that because of first yes. calling else, else games. And my gosh, Hamilton this year with that, 
I love what the is numbers. it black on black or whatever they got there or? I oh. had no idea who anyone was from our location seven rows seven floors up on the 10 yard line um but yeah I agree the McFarlane one was my was my absolute favorite you got another one uh no that's uh, it okay. for right now yeah and we'll revisit uh, we'll we'll bank worst looking Oilers jerseys uh, uh for another night here but I got a couple of picks for those so all right sounds good the uh Elks 12 game losing streak at home great chance to break that against the Red Blacks this weekend here's head coach Chris Jones you know what you can't give more than 100 percent, and i would hope that our players have been given 100 percent all year and uh you know so as far as the streak is concerned yes i mean do we do we hate the fact we haven't won at home well certainly i mean you know because teams that that go to the playoffs and do things they have to win home games i mean so uh we certainly want to play well for our fans here i mean i feel like our fans have done a nice job turning out for us they're vocal and and we certainly want them there this week i mean we need them there and uh you know but but all our kids can give is a hundred percent. So uh, as far as it meaning more, I would hope that that we're not playing sub one hundred. All right. So Manny Arsenault, six game injured list, high ankle sprain. Tony Washington won't play. Already placed on an injured list. Not sure which one that will be. One or six. We'll find out on Friday. Uh, Andrew Garnett, Garnett rather, will play. Yeah, on Friday at right tackle. Martez Ivy will start at left tackle. Garnett played uh, 45 games at Towson University. David Beard, good to go, full participant. 8-1 Jays over the Red Sox in the top of the fifth inning. Brendan Escott in the chair tomorrow. I'll be back on Thursday for shows on Thursday night and Friday night. And then Reed is back on Monday. For studio producer Kellen Kennedy, my name is Dave Campbell. Thanks for listening and have a great night. Good night. 